Warning! The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive. If you do... Up yours! That's only if you don't listen to the podcast. Otherwise, not up yours. Did you know the Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all of the social media outlets? Give us a like, follow, share, subscribe, or even a review if you're feeling generous. Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Twitter, Twitch, and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. It is Tuesday. You know what that means. It is me, your boy, Big Tasty, as always. There's been that much wrestling this weekend. We've had to bring in an unprecedented four-person panel. Remember, like, remember the old days when everyone did everything? It's like that again. Um, <laughs> we've got... I'm going to introduce them all at once, then because they everyone talk. We've got Jay, we've got Faye, and we've dragged him all the way from Lincoln via Doncaster in a hot tub. Troy is here. <laughs> you could say Faye It's the Forbidden Door. Forbidden Door. Forbidden Door. <laughs> <laughs> How is it, Von? Troy, we'll start with you. You're 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 the you're the weird guest here on a podcast you started. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm good. I'm all right. It, it was it was a great weekend. Uh, we'll, we'll get into it a little more later, but yeah, one PW this weekend just gone. Really, really enjoyed that. Uh, enjoyed some of Elimination Chamber. I enjoyed being in a hot tub more watching it. So yeah, <laughs> that. so so just 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 before we get into the wrestling, we were me, me and Faye. We were in Lincoln, Sarah, and everyone else who went. We were in Lincoln for like just over twenty four hours, but you were there for even less time. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna stay over in the hotel, and then I was like, my friend from Doncaster's going. He said I could stay at his, and we can use the hot tub. So I saved myself £150 in a hotel and just drank more whiskey instead. <laughs> Everyone's a winner. <laughs> so you were in Lincoln for like literally like a little over 10 hours, I think. Yeah, we got there at uh, four, oh, three, four o'clock, I think. Left uh, just after midnight, and I think. We left just after midnight. So yeah, <laughs> a flying visit, but I enjoyed it. Lincoln seems like a decent city. Yeah. City? Town? Yeah. It, 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 was, it was very hilly. It had a nice looking cathedral and there were owls by the train station. There were owls. I, I heard about the owls. Mm, owls were good. Uh, Faye, you enjoyed the owls and um, organic butter as well. How are you? Ah, oh, the butter was amazing. Just just throwing that out there. Um, yeah, it was really, really good. I'm super tired. I've been putting up shelves today as well. So. Oh, that's not a thing you want to do. Super tired. You, uh, so I, 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 just, I found it like being like really tired off the weekend today was the perfect day to like reseat the um, the cpu cooler on my on my pc um, which involved like having to like pull it off like clean it put the heat thermal paste back on yeah that was that was no deal probably sh- i shouldn't have done that um and these were ikea shelves as well like not fun so you've just got like a vague sort of like picture showing you how to put them together yeah, you've you got a picture have, of the final to, product. Instructions Yeah, it's like, like when I'm at home, yeah. I'm trying to build a barbecue, and he's just like, got like the picture, and he looks at it, and he like brings it down, and it's just like a pile. It's like a round out of the crystal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Literally, that's it. Ra- rounded out, Jay. How are you, mate? How was um? You, you didn't come to Lincoln, but you did watch a lot of wrestling. You're the same because there's lots on offer. I consumed a great deal of wrestling. Yes. Um, in preparation for this podcast. Um, You'd yeah. have done it anyway. Yeah, probably would have to be there. Um, um, yeah. we, we also went on a little mandate on Friday to see um, the new Ant-Man film. We went to a really posh cinema and sat on like a little cuddle couch. 
Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. 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 It was a nice we'll time. be doing that again. What, the cuddling or the films? Yes. Yes. Um. <laughs> right, co- cocaine Bear's out this week. Go and see that. Yeah. If cocaine I get scared, if, if I get scared you can cuddle me and tell me it's all right. So. <laughs> no, this cinema's so fancy. It does fucking tapas. You can, have, you, can, you, can, you can have an artisanal yeah. pizza brought to your seat while you watch the film. Fucking hell. It, it's the only like... The is really good as well. It's only like a pound more than the Odeon as well. Basically. I mean, it's not that. Because, pe- because people think it's like, have it in the head that it's like really expensive. You don't get all the fucking scumbags who are going to ruin the film for you. I mean, mate, <laughs> mate, mate let, me, let me just stop you there. It was really expensive. It was like, it was just shy of 20 quid for a ticket. The Odeon's like, well, I don't know, because I've, I've been using free tickets. No, nah, Odeon, like, like, Odeon's like 15 for a ticket. Really? Yeah. And I, I don't it think was it seven. is. Showca- showcase is 13, because that's where I, I went to see Ant Man. Like 15. Yeah, the, sh- the showcase in Liverpool looks like it shut down five years ago, and it's still. <laughs> the showcase in Liverpool. It's really nice on the inside now, actually. The showcase yeah, here, no, they've the got all reclining chairs, every single screen. What? And every yes, single chair is a recliner. Fair, you talk about the one on these links. Yeah, it's got reclining seats now. Last, last time still I saw looks it, like it's it, from the 80s. The last time I went there, it looked like oh. fire would improve it. <laughs> yeah, it's, to be fair, it still looks like that from the outside, but it does have all reclining seats in there. Okay. Now. All right. I mean, I pay the... for Limitless, so like That's I just pretty, go with the Odeon. Uh, right then, should we start off with? I don't want to say the big one, but like the what? What a lot of people were really excited about this this weekend, and that was would they do it? Spoiler: They didn't. Um, <laughs> Elimination Chamber. Um, Aye. Who wants to lead off on? Do you want to start with the women's chamber match? That was probably the first match of note, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was the first match on the card, wasn't it? Oh, fair. Um, it was. Oh, it was Shag. all. It was all right. Oh, until until the first elimination and then it was like a sprint to the finish there was no um what's the word no, there was the, no... The, the thing was they would it felt like they were just kind of stalling for time until Asuka got in anyway mm-hmm. like re- regardless of like it feeling rushed it just it felt like they were stalling for time and then it was like right now he's do all the eliminations yeah it it was it was a really, really poor elimination chamber, in my opinion. It's a shame because, like on paper, it didn't look bad. Oh, no, on paper, it, it, but it was just it was yeah. some good people and Carmella and Natalia. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it, it, impressive. It's, fucking garbage. I think predictably, I'm, though, I should say, Asuka won. I hear yeah. good things about living that though that she did really well. Never looked good. Yeah, lived to, lived with a couple of scatty bombs, but again, it was not like the, the the only memorable thing really for me from it from the whole thing was like Natalia got Liv in the sharpshooter and then Asuka got her in like an armbar and then Liv just like passed out and like did like a cum face. <laughs> and <laughs> that was that was pretty much it. Yeah. Now did like, so Jay, you and you and Troy both watched this. Like looking at yeah. the entrance, so it was Asuka, Nikki Cross, Liv Morgan, Rico Rodriguez, Natalia and Carmella. Could you argue there that Asuka's really the only one who can go to WrestleMania out of that list of women to fight Bianca? Uh, based, on, based on how they're all currently sort of... Because Liv Morgan's just been fucking fed to the wolves, hasn't <clears throat> she? The last, like, yeah, months. true, true. Yeah. Carmella's literally just come back, so no. Natalia, no. Raquel, It felt, it felt no. like a lot of people who were there were there to make up numbers. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, 
maybe maybe Nicky Cross, given the fact that they started building her as like yeah. a viable opponent for Bianca, but then they kind of just forgotten about it. Mm. Um, should have put Bailey in there. Should have put Bailey in there. Should have put yeah. Shayna Baszler yeah, in Bailey there. And- Bailey yeah, where, where are all these women? Why, 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 why aren't they in the Elimination Chamber? What's mm. going on? Uh, Especially... apparently, apparently, they were meant to do damage control versus Becky, Lita, and Trish, but that might be getting that might have been pushed back for Mania. Right, that I makes mean, sense. I mean, we, 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 I know we're complaining here, but like, obviously, we always have to be thankful that Ronda wasn't in there. <laughs> yeah, and Lacey. Oh, no, no, thank you. <laughs> um, I mean, and, and also, you know, I know it's it's you know it's not like the biggest like thing nowadays, but at least there, there is a women's elimination chamber match. At least that's still a thing that happens. Absolutely, you know, which is, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, what was the next? Bobby and Brock, I think, was the Bobby next one on the card. Brock. I thought yeah. the clusterfuck wasn't until uh, the collective. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this Again, is just a typical like Brock was... against another large, large man. Just spam your finishes for five minutes. The, the, the thing is, they made that out like this was like, oh yeah, this is the rubber matches to see who's better. And mm. Lashley won by DQ because Brock kicked them in the bollocks after about five minutes. And it was like, okay, what's... What's what the point? point? I don't know. Like the, the thing with that is like, yeah, I was annoyed. Yes, it was a shitty finish. The match itself wasn't terrible. Like it was what I expected. Just hit each other with your big finishes, your big moves. The reason that Brock had to resort to that is because he couldn't break out of the hurt lock. Like Lashley applied it, I think, once, twice before, hit him with a couple of spears, and Brock couldn't find a way out. So he went for the cheap option. What intrigues me more is SmackDown the night before, Bray said, whoever wins that, he's coming after them. How does that work? Is he going to go after them both? Yes, Bobby won via DQ, but it's not a clean win. The intrigue there for me is what is Bray going to do next? Because I'd be really into a Bray and Brock Lesnar feud. I don't think we've really had... Well, we've definitely not had that since Bray's return. That intrigues me a lot. Bollocks. What's that? (laughs) Spooky bollocks. (laughs) Say that. He's giving his cowboy hat to kids. Uh, uh, yeah, That's but how cute. do you want your spooky characters to get over a Brock Lesnar laugh in its face? Brock and Bray in a haunted farmyard match. Well, yeah. Brock and spooky tractors. Obviously haunted tractors. Haunted barn. Farmageddon. That's what we need. Farmageddon. <laughs> Farmageddon Brock match. versus yeah. Bray in like a manhunter match where they're just like hunting each other on like a plot in a cornfield. It's, ba- it's basically the, uh, the end boss fight from Snake Eater, but in wrestling. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I got that reference. <laughs> like the final um, scene of Predator. So the thing is with Brock and Omos, though, having a lot of the finishes, like where Brock's won against um, Bobby, not Omos, sorry, Bobby Lashley, um, mm. haven't they been DQs previously as well? Um, like when they fought each other? I think one was, and I think the other was that Brock pinned Bobby by like fuckery. Oh, um, well there yeah, was one where he had him in the hurt lock, didn't he? And he just fell which, backwards yeah. and pinned him. To be fair, like that match was identical to this one. Just mm. instead no of DQ. Brock, well no, instead of Brock doing the pin, he just got himself disqualified. That's what I mean. There wasn't a DQ oh, in yeah, the yeah. first one. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, what, yeah. so that was kind of like everything else was identical. Mm. Yeah, because that was kind of like the build like between them as well as that Bobby's like you've never really beat me though, have you like yeah. Like, Which is why I expected a lot more from this, and it was like, 
mm-hmm. come on, there was there wasn't like there wasn't any backstory here, and you really leaned yeah. into it. even the video package before for it was good. Like it really built it up, and it was like. <laughs> Oh. Even a little spot on Raw was really good as well, like yeah. when doing the contract signing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that. I mean, yeah. I feel like that's like the one thing you just don't want, isn't it? Like, is just treading water. You don't want it to feel like you don't want it to Ooh. feel like they're stretching to Mania. Like, especially like this is like the vaunted road to WrestleMania. This is like this is this is where they put the effort in. This is the this is the like big yeah. stretch the big of, push. Of, of the year. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, maybe it's. I mean, maybe it's a little upsetting. Um, Edge v Beth, Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Finn and Rhea Ripley. Um, Edge and Beth win. No. So, Amazingly, surprisingly, um, not you thought, you thought Rhea was going to just ride the wave all the way to the main event of WrestleMania, but not me. I predicted <laughs> Beth and Edge. Well, she didn't. She didn't get pinned. No, she didn't. Which is what we said. She wasn't going to take the pin, if, yeah, even if they did Beth, lose. It I mean, if, if, if this Beth is Edge's last, if this is Edge's last ride and he's out at Mania, then this kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Mm. He's said. Um, it's in the press conference afterwards. He was talking about that a little bit, wasn't he? Someone asking. They said, oh, you mentioned you wanted to retire in Canada. And he was like, I don't think I'm done just yet. There's a show this year at some point that's in Toronto. I can't remember what it is. Mm. There, was um, a really cool, there was a really cool tweet from uh, like Seamus tweeted him like a couple of weeks ago and just said to him, yeah, I reckon you've got one banger left in you. Don't reach for the pipe and slippers just yet. That was a really cool... I'd love to see Edge and Seamus just beat the shite out of each other before he retires. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed this match. I thought it was great. I thought there were some really nice spots in there. Edge um, and Beth hit a machine and they called they it a did. machine. They did. They yeah. did. That was awesome. <laughs> no, I thought it was just cool. Like there was the really there was a fucking awesome superplex spot um with Beth and Rhea. There was a good power bomb spot. So they looked like they were setting up for a Tower of Doom uh spot in the corner. But Beth grabbed Finn, Rhea grabbed Edge, and they hit like a stereo power bombs. That was pretty good. Um, that was just a really, really fun match. Like many mixed tag team matches I've seen previously have just been a bit nah. Whereas I think the cool thing with this is like Beth and Rhea, like more than match up, like kind of strength wise with the two kind of male counterparts. So they both kind of mucked in, whereas typically, or at least in the few uh, like mixed tag matches I've seen, certainly in WWE, they tend to keep them kind of very far apart from each other. Whereas this was just like, it was a bit of a free-for-all, but it's fun. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, right, men's chamber. Uh, I, mean, just, I mean, just looking, I mean, I mean, obviously, so the, yeah, uh, just looking at the, the people in it, like Theory, Rollins, Gargano, Bronson Reed, Priest, Ford. I mean, this is this is just a recipe for entertainment, isn't it? Like, mm. looking at the people in it. Big, Bron- was, big uh, Bronson Reed is just lash people everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was, this was amazing until the finish. Like, yeah. But some of the stuff they did, there was a spot where Seth Rollins went to powerbomb Johnny off the top of the set of a chamber and Christ. Johnny burst it into a um, hurricane runner onto everybody. Yeah. Um, and there was, there was a bit where like Montez Ford climbed up the side, hung down by like his legs. and then looked like Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, then kind of like flipped <laughs> over. Um, there was that rough spot where Gargano was on top of Bronson Reed's shoulders and I think it was Seth sprung off the top like went to hit him went to the the old legion of doom like finisher uh and it looked like johnny had landed fully on his neck but like the replay showed he did manage to kind of bend his way all the way around he was oh, all right but it, it looked to a poison runner yeah so yeah it looked terrifying like he couldn't even Corey graves was just like oh shit like yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it was a great match there was so many fun spots man 
and it, it didn't was, feel rushed. Like this was a good like. Well, it got a lot of time that's why. Yeah, man. Yeah, but like um, even even after the first elimination, it wasn't just like right sprint to the finish. Yeah, like, the, really... the women's one went like thirty four minutes, didn't it? And mm. the men's one went quite a bit longer. Better part of an hour, it felt like. I could be wrong, but it, it certainly was a good 15, 20 minutes longer. Um, everyone in this, I think, looked really, really good. And to go back to a couple of spots, like um, <laughs> the bit where, like, uh, who was it? It was Seth and Gargano and Theory. And Theory was trying to kind of plead with both of them, just being like, well, he was trying to plead with Gargano. He was just like, like you know, we were together. We were in the way together. And he was just like, forget him. They're all cheering for him. Gargano's just like, yeah, fair enough. And then it looks like he's going to hit hit Seth. It turns around and just clubs Gargano. And him and Seth just piss themselves laughing. But it just seems to be those who wanted to beat the piss out of Theory for the whole thing. Like, whenever they got an opportunity well, to tag team want. with him. Yeah. Really, really fun. And but, then obviously at the finish, we get a wild Logan Paul appears. Oh, God. No. I, I no. really didn't like this. Partly because they did the whole injury angle with Montez, and it was like to the point where people were actually worried about him. Because mm. like he took he took a nasty looking curb stomp onto like the side of like the chamber, um, and he he basically wasn't moving, and he he did it like the whole oh yeah get help, and the wrestlers were trying to like avoid being near him, mm. um, like there was an actual like injury as opposed to an injury angle. Mm. Um, and yeah, then Logan Paul comes in and hits Ruins everything. Really bad buckshot lariat, and that's it. Apparently, yeah, great. Curb an average stomp. curb stomp. Yeah, oh, yeah, an average curb stomp as well. Uh, right then, on to the main event. Um, yeah, Sami Zayn versus. Oh, th- theory one by the way, and retained. For those that don't know, <laughs> we don't want to talk about it. <laughs> the thing yeah. is, as well, though, like I, I understand them like putting the Logan Paul there's Seth Rollins thing out there but also it kind of made Theory look shit because mm. he couldn't beat Seth on his own mm. but, yeah. what I would love is for um, Gargano and Seth at Mania yeah I need that yeah definitely Def- need that uh, yeah so right Roman v Sammy main event for the title Sammy hometown hero yeah, this is wild. Nothing can go wrong, right? Yeah, I mean, this, this race itself, right? You know, you book him to win. Look strong. This first five minutes, like, the crowd were just on fire. Like, they didn't lock up for a good five, six minutes. Like, I was which... talking to you about this the weekend, Troy. This was another one of those, like, ones where, like, you have just the crackle, don't you? In, like, the... Yeah. Around this, the energy in the room is just, mm-hmm. like, intoxicating. It's like, we've had, like I said, we had that last year with, with Kenny and... and um. Um, Danielson. Danielson. We had it again mm, this weekend mm. in the main event at 1PW. We'll talk about it in a bit. Mm. And it had it here as well. It's like, it's, yeah, that big fight feel. And it's it's awesome. Yeah. You don't get it all the time in wrestling, but when you do, it's real nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I, I love this match. I thought it was awesome. Like, just the, the, obviously the build to it has been fantastic for the last, what, nine or so months. I think the, the whole kind of Sammy and Bloodline feud's been going on. Um, yeah, just really, really, really good. Who did you have to win? Out of interest, Troy. Who did you think was going to win? Uh, I think I said Sammy. You did. I you said bought, Sammy. You, you bought in. Bought in, mate. I mean, to be fair, there were four or five moments in this match where they genuinely made me believe he was going to do it. <laughs> I mean, think they dropped the ball, not do. I do. Mm-hmm. I the the last time I can think 
of WWE having like a match that wasn't on like um wasn't on like a big pay per view. Where the castle that had this much behind it. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say class the castle. I'd say Funkatina. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't mean like in terms of like the build. I think like in terms of oh no, I mean I mean Roman's like, gonna drop the belt. I mean the going into the match like the crowd yeah. like the perfect storm of hometown crowd. Mm. Yeah. Baby faces stupidly over. It still feels um, like yeah. if they if they booked Punxina the wrong way, doesn't it? Like it kind of this is like yeah. the, <laughs> this is like the bizarre world version of that where like oh no, Cena just wins and like it's not like they don't even do, they don't even do like any inter- interference. He just beats him. At least here there was some, there was like mild fuckery, wasn't it, at the end? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think as well, like with that, it it was to the point where I thought it was overbooked mm-hmm. because you got one ref bump. Then another comes out, and you get a second ref bump. Then Jey Uso comes out, and it's like, oh, God, here's Jey Uso. And Sammy accidentally hits him with the spear, and it literally amounts to nothing. And then Roman just spams his finisher and wins. It was like, it, it just, as I say, it just felt like really overbooked in the end. And it was, it felt like it was WWE trying to kind of protect Sammy's sort of like prestige almost in his hometown. But at the same time, it's like, well, the easier way to have done that would have probably just been to book him to win. Yeah. Because it's very rare they get it where they've got someone who's that naturally over in the hometown in a title match where it's like, okay, yeah, like this this guy. If, if they talk about making moments, that's one of the things they always go on about. We make yeah. moments, we make memories. No, no, what they said is they make Roman. <laughs> Roman, yeah. If Sammy had won there, I think that would have been the moment. Like, we would have been talking about this at the end of the year, saying that's the moment of the year. Mm. But I don't, yeah. I, thing is, though, I don't see how anything could top it. Mm. SRS Cody, Cody, did Cody say that in... No. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from that very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, one thing, I think, re-watching, because I watched on Monday, I watched the Raw replay, and, like, it was showing the promo between Cody and Sammy and it was like oh wow this is that's real that was special mm. like that that was lovely um but something that I did notice that I did hear about on the night of while we were at 1PW is that um Vince had creative input in that match and uh, automatically when I heard that I was like oh that's a red flag like yeah uh, that's, that's awful well, Meltzer said something along the lines of that he'd been he'd like been told by one of his people that there was multiple people high up in the company who were like saying Sammy should win it, but it got overruled. So that would that would kind of like lean into adds, that, wouldn't it? That leans into that sort of like idea, yeah. Um, and obviously, like Sammy Zayn, I, I've I've compared them in the past to Mick Foley. He's very much like mm. this generation's Mick Foley in the sense that he's just like a lovable, like yeah, he's a puppy dog of a man. Yeah. You can laugh with him and cry with him, like the the way that he draws those emotions out, like conveys them, but draws them out of a crowd and brings you along for the ride. Absolutely agree. I heard someone else say that the other day as well, actually. So, yeah, uh, so it was true. After the match, then there was another beatdown. Um, one thing I really liked about this, and it wasn't until I think it was Brian Zane pointed out really well on his review. Um, Owens comes out to sort of save Sammy from a beatdown. But he kind of doesn't like he doesn't directly help Sammy in any way. Like no. it's it's very uneasy that the sort of 
the sort of thread between the two of them, isn't it? Like he he, he sort of comes out and he beats mm. up the bloodline and he beats he gives Heyman a terrible looking stunner. Um, <laughs> but he doesn't he really like, acknowledge the fact that Sammy's there. It's just like no, I'm taking like, care he, of my business and you just happen to be in the ring. He doesn't help him up. He doesn't like go and like see if he's all right. He just sort of no. looks like sort of vaguely at him a bit, and it's like mm. like obviously it's like right. They're aligning. They've got this common enemy, but they've got a lot of shit to work through themselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was good. I liked it. I, I, I picked up on that and watching it. I was like, he hasn't directly helped him. He's not had any kind of interaction with him. And as you say, it's that kind of uneasy, like enemy of my enemy sort of thing. And well, the only interaction he really had with Sammy was when he, like, he had Roman in the corner and he just turned and saw out the corner of his eye. Sammy was up and just like side side. All right, go on then. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be great when they uh, when they beat the Usos at the Curtain Jerker Romania Night One, isn't it? <laughs> I think as well that's what's really stupid about this. Like the payoff to what everyone's saying is one of the best storylines WWE's ever done. Which again, it's one that you can tell from day one they didn't want it to be this big a deal. Mm. He thought it was going to be like a month thing, just Sammy being a comedy character who gets killed by the bloodline. Didn't expect it to main event pay per view. They didn't expect it to be as as hyped up as it was. To have the payoff ultimately be all right. You're you're in a tight title match at Mania. I mean, yeah, but equally, if they are and they win, they dethrone the longest reigning tag champions ever. It's still a fairly big stamp. Like, yes, it's not a world title, but I disagree because they built it up to the point where it should have been the world title. Oh, I agree. No, no, I agree. And I, I, as, as we both I said, what you're saying, I feel like he should have won it. At the same it, but... time, it, it feels like they've kind of, like like Gargano and Champa's feud, where they got it to the pinnacle mm-hmm. and kept it going a little bit too long. And then it was like, oh, this. And also, I mean, just for someone who doesn't watch, I mean, it's, I don't know, if, you know, but for me, it feels like the tag belts have no value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they've they basically a been lot props. of work. They've, they've been to... props for the Usos for like over a year now, haven't they? You know, and it's and the rest. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What they should have the... done is had Sammy win the belt and then had him win the tag titles as well. Mm. Belt collector Sammy, let's get that. Yeah, let me make <laughs> that happen. Uh, right, we'll um... Sammy win the belt and have Cody and Fero win the tag titles. Yeah. Oh god. Um yeah, we'll, we'll call it there on on the chamber then. Um anyone who yep. watched it scores out of ten. Anyone want to give it a grade? Anyone get it give it a give it a little um, uh, I'm seven. probably gonna get heat for that. Uh, um, actually not as not as far off as what I was gonna say, six. Oof. So definitely yeah. not definitely not the ninetieth out of a hundred that wrestle thought. The men's I don't know, I didn't mind three out the three out of five. The men's chamber was superb right until the end. Roman and Sammy was superb until the end. The mixed tag match was really good, really fun. But yeah, I think the ending of, of the two better matches hurt the overall score. For, you know what? I've never seen a full Elimination Chamber match ever. You know it, it, it was like born in like my period where I wasn't watching wrestling, like that sort of 2006, like Nadir, wasn't it? You know, um... uh, I feel like there's a watch along we could do there. Yeah, well, I might watch this one because it's got my boy Big Bronson in, and I like it. it even. This yeah. one was this one, as I say, to the finish. This was like top three to me. Even Ooh. if it is, even if it is seeing a bit sad, seeing Bronson Reed come out to no crowd reaction when he literally beat the Carter like earlier this year or late last year. <laughs> Within six months. Yeah. 
That's Mad. upsetting. Um, push Bronson Reed, please. Let him, let him, let him just be Jonah, but with a different name. That's fun. In a uh, little Kazu. Well, well, we're gonna have a little quick break first, um, and we're gonna have some Muzak on the old Jack's radio. We're gonna have some Red Hot Chili Peppers, some Radiohead, and some Funeral for a Friend to start with, and then we'll pop back to talk about some miscellaneous wrestling, and then we'll finish our wrestling sandwich with some AW. Are you having trouble sleeping or always feel tired? It's time to try Recovery PM and see why thousands of customers keep coming back for more. Most over-the-counter sleep aids are just melatonin. The problem with that is, if you can't relax and fall asleep in the first place, that melatonin is going to make you irritable. Recovery PM is a professional blend of nine clinically proven natural sleep aids and tranquilizers plus magnesium, so you're going to relax and then experience deep sleep and wake up refreshed and ready to attack the day. Your whole life is affected by lack of sleep. Your work, your relationships, your mood, your performance, and guys, that includes in the bedroom. Did you know that lack of sleep reduces your testosterone by as much as aging 10 years? So upgrade to Recovery PM for 30 days and you'll be amazed how you feel. Thousands of people already have and over 85% of them come back for more. So now Jay, I know you have been taking Recovery PM for the past few weeks. Yeah, last uh, how, three weeks or so. How have you been finding it? Um, I'm honestly finding it really good. Um, I've noticed my sleep's a lot more regular, like a lot more regulated, I should say. Um, I'm not nowhere near as groggy when I wake up. And definitely less irritable. Definitely less irritable. Um, <laughs> I'm, again, it's it's benefiting me because I've started a new job and obviously my sleep has drastically changed. Um, Especially like you, I know without without giving too much away, you, you've been working from home, so you've been obviously you've been doing nothing that everyone who works from home does. With the wake up like ten minutes before they meant to start work. Yeah. So well, for you, for not, you being able to wake not up, not today, full hour, mate. <laughs> so for you, like being able to wake up, and feel sharp, like straight from the bath, yeah. is is really beneficial. Oh, it's awesome. I'm I'm not a morning person at all. I'm terrible at like when I wake up. I'm terrible at kind of like sort of motivating myself to do anything for the first like sort of 10-15 minutes I'm awake yeah I can tell this definitely been working for you because the Discord has been a lot quieter at night time with you not shit posting all the time so <laughs> yeah that's true that's true uh, so if people want to follow in your footsteps Jay and they want to get hold of some of this Recovery PM and improve their sleep how can they do it? Uh, go to recoverypm.com and use our code UWP all in caps uh at the checkout for 15% off your order. Uh, you can also use that at legacysubs.com as well. Um, same code and yeah, 15% off. It uh, really helps the podcast out. Uh, means we can do a lot more cooler stuff that we're kind of like looking at doing um, in the new year. And if you're wondering where Recovery PM comes from, it's um, sort of spearheaded by Nick Aldis, who is yeah. a high, high level professional athlete. He knows exactly what he's talking about. He's run Legacy Subs for a number of years now. He really he knows the game. He knows what it's all about. Um, we had him on, the, on an interview as well, and he kind of gave us a bit of a background on the company within the interview. Oh, sweet. So, yeah, go and check that out if you want to learn more. And yeah, get the best sleep of your life today at recoverypm.com. Yeah.
Right, we are back. Okay, so we're going to talk very briefly. Jay, do you want to just very quickly talk to us about some GC dubs because you've been watching some of that, haven't you? Yeah. Um. So it, the I only watched one of the shows. I didn't watch Jimmy Lloyd's birthday. I'm probably going to watch that after this. Um, because the main event was Effie versus Jimmy Lloyd and I know ropes barbed wire match. Yes, please. Um, so a couple of things that happened on the other show, which was... So this was GCW middle of the night, right? Yeah, which was in the Ukrainian cultural center, where it's like the LA home base, where they're doing all the collective. Um, Jordan Oliver defended his Jersey, champ- Jer- Jersey championship wrestling title against Mance Warner in a fucking bloodbath. Um Man's is that the name run. of the match, or was that just what happened? Oh no, it was just it, it literally like <laughs> man hit Jordan with something and bust them open like a little bit, and then mm-hmm. Jordan threw Manson into the fucking ring post, and Manson's face exploded. Um, oh. uh, to to the point where people were still getting his blood on the gear. Like a couple of matches later, um, oh my god, it, it was very very bloody. Um, Jordan Oliver looked like he'd seen some shit after that. Um, <laughs> But it was really, really fun match. Um, Los Maquizos defended their GCW tag titles against the Bollywood Boys in a match which I didn't think was going to go as hard as it did. Uh, Bollywood Boys just went all out, started throwing chairs at, like from the bell. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Yes, um, yeah, I was an absolute banger. Uh, Commander lost to Leo Rush. Leo Rush came out with a uh, Jason David Frank's daughter because apparently they're friends. Um, Jason David Frank being the Green Ranger. Because yeah. um, Leo Rush was meant to be in a Power Rangers film with him, um, but that's Paul because he was oh. injured. And in the main event, which was an absolute banger, uh, Nick Gage defeated Speedball Mike Bailey, and oh lordy, he just, I saw a just, spot from that. It looked rough. It was just Speedball kicking the shit out of Nick Nick Gage for the most of it, and Nick Gage just like asking for more. Was there a table spot from the top to the outside? Um, or am I thinking of a different match? I'm sure it's also put a clip. No, of there was. There was. Um, it they, they had like two doors across chairs. Ah, that was it. Yeah, uh, Nick Gage hit like a fallaway slam off the yeah. top to the outside, and they both ate shit. <laughs> um, also, silly lucha, lucha bollocks match. Um, there was a fucking twisting Canadian destroyer onto everyone, which was insane. No. No. Uh, no, they make me wince at the best. They I, make I put, me wince at the best of times. I, I put the clip into um, Discord if anyone wants to see it. If anyone's on our Discord, thanks for letting me know so I, I mean, can avoid co- it extra hard. A couple of other matches on there that I really want to. <laughs> I, I, I actually do want to go back and watch this because I want. I really want to see Blake Christian versus Willie Mack. The two of my absolute favourites. Um, also, um, Matt Cardona versus Nick Wayne was really fun. Matt Cardona came out dressed as Indiana Jones. Oh, nice. Awesome. I saw he put a picture up of his gear on Instagram like a day or two before. Yeah. Didn't uh, yeah. Masha challenge Masha came Nick back Gage. challenge Nick Gage. Uh, but for, it's, going to, it's, it, it's not going to be collective. It's going to be at in, on March 17th. March 17th. On Paddy's at the um, New York show. Yeah. Oh, they, they've, sweet, got, sweet they've, got, like, they've got two like kind of big weekends before the collective. This is this is one of them, and they've got the first weekend of March. DOA, DOA weekend, also the day after DOA, Ali catches in a cage match against Charles Mason because, you know, getting yeah, murdered in a couple of death matches isn't enough for the crazy bitch. Um, 
Uh, right, we'll move on then. We'll move on to uh, New Japan. Uh, New Japan for Wrestling. Well, this is technically New Japan Strong, wasn't it? It was in the US, Battle in the Valley in San Jose. Uh, a lot of wrestling a lot of wrestling going on in California this weekend. A um, couple of big matches on this. We'll start. We'll, we'll run through the card real quick. We'll, we'll sort of gloss over the sort of the less um, <laughs> prestigious matches. So, I mean, we'll not we'll, we'll know the pre-show. Um, so, first match, Kushida, Volador Jr., Kevin Knight, and the DKC defeated Mascara Dorada, Josh Alexander, Adrian Quest, and Rocky Romero. I mean, this was just chaos, was wasn't it? a banger. <laughs> that, it, it was all done kind of to build up um, Josh Alexander versus Kushida um, at the Impact New Japan show over WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. Um, it, it didn't disappoint, like... Every time Kushida and Josh Alexander got in the ring with one another, it was exciting because they were just trying to kill each other. Nice. Mascara de Rod is carrying on. He's, he's been on a real tear the last couple of months. He's having a great time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously, Josh Alexander, top top lad who we, we saw at, um, in Manchester the other week. Real nice Lovely guy. man. Uh, Kushida, obviously, he's been, he's been about, he's been on the A-dubs. Rocky Romero is always around. Rocky Romero was just like his... His personality comes across so well when he wrestles. It's ridiculous. He was being an absolute shitbag in that match. It was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> also, after the match, Volador challenged Rocky to a hair versus hair mask. Yes. At some point. Um, um, yeah, really fun opener. Really high, real high energy, like really got the crowd going. Uh, next up, New Japan uh, Strong Openweight Championship. Uh Kenta defeats Fred Rosser to win the belt. Love that. Um, by what I can only really call technical murder. <laughs> Kenta looking up to where CM Punk was sat, hitting Fred Rosser with a GTS. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute uh, fucking zero perfect. chill in that man. Is and then amazing. tweeting him afterwards saying, I hear you wanted to see the real go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he said, sort of like, my biggest fan was in the crowd to see how you do it. So good. Also, um, he didn't he like go up to a Ian Ricker body at one point and shout that he's on steroids? <laughs> just, just, he had zero. Wow. Kent is the fucking best. Can, um, we, just, like, can we just disband all of Bullet Club except for Kenta? Just have Kenta be the only person left in Bullet Club. Well, you know, I you was know saying it, this exact same thing to Nat today. You know what is exciting? Kenta's having a little run in Impact. Yes. Announced, is that no surrender? Announced just before he's having a match with Speedball and Impact, which, oh. yes, please. That's going to absolutely fuck. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be good. Kenta was real good here. He felt like a big deal. He was just going so hard. He, he felt like he felt like he did before he went to NXT. Like when he just came into NXT, he had that sort mm-hmm. of like energy about him, which was real nice to see. Uh, Fred Rosser did great as well, like, but he was just there to kick dead hard. Like that was um that was all he was there for. But yeah, he, he did well. Um New Japan strong tag team championships, mostly machine guns, who how the fuck are they still looking this young? <laughs> I, because I don't Chris think Saban aged since he was like Chris 20. Saban is just a guy. That's who he is. He's just guy shaped, so he has, doesn't age. Has like the, 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 like the stem cells he put in his knee just like take over his entire body. Yeah. He sleeps in Tupperware, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> sleeps, in, sleeps in the fridge. Um, just, just go off. Uh, Locked in freshness. Alex Shelley just puts him in a hyperbaric chamber and vacuum seals it. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll match it for the next match. A lot of those bags you put in the attic. 
the, the ones you put oh, in your put, clothes in where you, you, you hoover it and it goes, you just yeah. suck the air out, put it in the attic, it stays fresh for months. Oh, God. <laughs> to be fair... It just zips them up and they get a leather jacket and does that. That's what happens. <laughs> to be fair, it's probably something to do with the fact that Alex Shelley's now a physiotherapist that Saban's been able to stay fit. Yeah. Fair. Fair. It's probably cheaper for Alex Jelly to become a physiotherapist than for them to keep sending him to rehab for his injuries. But he's just paying Alex Shelley to become a physio. <laughs> I mean, Alex Shelley was probably like, for fuck's sake, his knees are blown up again. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, they, the knees they are took, made the paper. They took on the West Coast Wrecking Crew, the team of Gerald Nelson and Royce Isaacs. Big fan um, of the West Coast Wrecking Crew. There was a really cool spot at the start of this where the West Coast Wrecking Crew both picked up the machine guns and like delayed vertical suplex and just walked around with them for a bit. Perfect. <laughs> and then I think he, Saban he did got, a really Saban good got job. Got as well. him, didn't he? And he was out for like a good while. Yeah, I was going to say he, he did a really good job because Saban was like out for a while while they were double teaming Shelley because they were, and they were just like, oh yeah, Royce Isaacs held him upside down for so long he's passed out. He's just dead at ringside. Um, Royce Isaacs might be the hardest man to wear tassels. <laughs> I, I loved the little like triangle loincloths. I really, I really he, got on with them. He, they, he had great. a lot of tassels, and he's a murder boy. Right, I'm looking him up. What you need? He, he's a he's yeah, a yeah. <laughs> he's fucking yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The, apparently, they were saying on commentary about them as well that the, Royce went to Japan and Jarrell stayed in um in the US. And um, they, they were talking, splitting up, and they just went, nah, nah, we're, we're a team now. Yeah. Um, they've also had a few matches in AW. Um, they had a match against the House of Black at um, PWG as well, I believe. All right. They filled, in, they filled in for the Briscoes. Um, but yeah, fun yeah. match. Uh, the Machine Guns win. Uh, my only criticism, I maybe would have liked it to go a little bit longer. Felt like yeah. it didn't quite get to go into full gear. Um like the guns sort of won it at like a bit of a canter, which I felt like they had another level to go to in this maybe. Yeah. Oh, um speaking of the motor city machine guns as well, you just remind me of something from GCW. Um at ransom they're getting a shot at the GCW tag titles. Oh damn. Oh yes. So I love I love how the guns fun. just have this little like late career resurgence. Like they're, they're double tag team champions at the moment, so they're wrestling everywhere. It looked for like for a long time like they were never gonna wrestle together again. Uh, and now that they're back just kicking ass all over the all over the US, which is great to see. Now bring them to the UK. Yes. Anyone, I don't care who. Um just maybe Paint like, Kings of the North. Oh, oh yes please. Like us, Jim. Yes, please. Oh, that's what we're doing. <laughs> oh, Sunshine Machine vs. The Guns of Bang. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Greedy Souls are right there, mate. Come on. Let's, let's you know. <laughs> um, right, next up then, probably the match that a lot of people were, were most, well, what, maybe not necessarily the most, but certainly one of the big matches that people were most interested in. Uh, Eddie Kingston versus Jay White, Loser Leaves New Japan. Um, yeah. This is the match that I woke up for. Murder by Backfist. Eddie yeah. Kingston won. Like who? Right, show of hands. Who had Eddie Kingston retires Jay White from New Japan on their twenty twenty three bingo card? No, <laughs> no. Who had um, Eddie? Who had Jay White retiring from New Japan on their bingo card? Like I, I had, I had that because his contract was coming up. Oh, oh right. mouth. Up. <laughs> 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 I mean, he, he'd already like said, "Oh yeah, his contract's coming up." So I was like, "All right, well, he's probably going to leave New Japan." Smart. He, Reading the message boards yeah. on on, on, yeah. squared, on squared circle. <laughs> he's, he's literally done everything he can in New Japan. Mm. Uh, like, didn't 
Guy's yeah. like fucking thirty. Of course, he's gonna go somewhere else. Well, this was this is a really good match. You know, you know when Eddie Kingston cuts these promos, doesn't he? Every now and then, and he's like talking to a wrestler, and he's like, "Yeah, you're a boy. I'm a man. And I'm gonna beat you like a man." Like he 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 beat Jay White like a man. Um, yeah, he beat Jay White like a piece of meat. The, the press conference of this, where like. Eddie was just like talking about the history of like the King's Road. So I was like, when I grew up, I didn't like WWF, I didn't like WCW, I liked All Japan. Yeah. And just like talking like about the history of that. The history, and, like he was like, this person passed it on to this person and they passed it on to them. Like, yeah, it was really like, good. Jay White doesn't respect that. He, even like literally, um, there was a th- there was a thing that he did to build it up where I think one of them was getting interviews on um, Wrestling Observer and I think it was Jay White was getting interviewed and Eddie Kingston called in. <laughs> no like, way. Well, why don't you make it lose a leave, leave New Japan, you piece of shit? <laughs> Jay White was like, oh, I'll allow you to wrestle for New Japan. You've just got to get my position, uh, permission. It was great yeah, as well because, like, like, well, as you say, like the whole point of Bullet Club and like Jay White in particular felt like more so is that they had like no respect for the history of, of the promotion and history of Japanese wrestling. That's and what King- Bullet Club like is for, isn't it? Like- yeah, and, but Kingston's like this like walking tribute, like walking tribute. He's, yeah. he's, just, he's just like walking tribute to like Kings Road and like Japanese like tradition, and he 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 like worships the pillars and like mm. you know he was in many ways like the perfect like guy. I mean, obviously it's kind of weird that it's yeah white guy defends honor of New Japan is a bit odd, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but he is. If, if it has to be a white guy, then Eddie Kingston's your man. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, fun fact: Jay White became the second person ever to kick out of the Northern Lights bomb after um, Junakiyama. Junakiyama. So he's on a. He's, he joined a prestigious group there. Um, an upper echelon. Yeah, for sure. but yeah, the finish of he, this was. The, the, he it, also it, took five backfists in, in the last yeah. like ninety seconds of the match. Uh, Jay White had three backfists, two half and half suplexes, and two Northern Lights bombs. Jesus. Just to make sure he's dead. Yeah. Just to make sure. It it was there was that really good shot of where like Eddie like put his fist out to kind of like show respect before he like hit the back fist and Jay spat on him and Eddie just looked like he was gonna fucking murder him. And he did. <laughs> yeah. And then he did. Um <laughs> after the match, David Finley came out um and attacked Jay. Cut a really good promo on him, actually. Why did Jay in the that's your lady, didn't he? Yeah. I thought that this was an amazing touch. Like, like, yeah. I they've obviously had this. They went through the dojo together, didn't he? Um mm. in it like came up together and they've been like they've always like circulated around each other in their careers at New Japan. Even when they went to Impact, like Jay followed Finley like for the never open way because he was like avoiding them and stuff like that, and that felt like a really big deal. It was just it was so good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, just yeah. thinly talking about like how Jay White like squandered all this opportunity, how he'd let all this like yeah. power slip through his fingers, how he'd like thrown away his, his empire basically. And uh, how it's kind of like the the way New Japan have done it with like with sort of like the guy they want to be like the sort of top gaijin, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um so like obviously they had like Prince Debert and then he left and AJ Styles kind of like took his place. And then, and then it was Kenny, Kenny ousted AJ, Jay White ousted Kenny, and now you've got David Finley ousting Jay White. Um, Does that mean that David Finley is leader of Bullet Club? No, he, he just kind of—I don't know—because he he kind of just said he's gonna basically fill what like the void that Jay White's leaving. God, that's, that's, that's a really that, good that, idea. That's, that's gonna be awkward when Juice comes back to work, isn't it? 
But yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he didn't. He didn't like. He didn't outwardly say, "I'm, I'm taking Bullet Club." It was more a case of him saying, "I'm taking your I'm, spot." I'm going to take his spot mm. and have his attitude. Nat had a really good idea of a um, next day um, Bullet Club leader by a um, democratic vote. Like, you know, they'll have a nice sit down and, you know, it's all we sh- really should polite. disband the Bullet Club, give it up. Or it's, it's, give it to Kenter and ELP it's, it's, and it'll be just, fine. Just have Kenter and ELP do it. Like, that's fine. Uh, yeah. Right, next up, uh, Tom Lawler <laughs> and Homicide had a no ropes match that was hilariously good fun. It was fucking awesome. Just, just homicide. Having a GCW match in New Japan was like the best <laughs> fucking thing ever. And uh, so, one, one thing that really stuck in my mind was just Ian Riccoboni trying desperately to explain why all these things were under the ring when it yeah, he's was like, full of them. Oh, there's a door under there. Homicide put that there. <laughs> like, oh, that's, that's a ladder. We use that to fix the lighting. It's like, like, mate, we can just accept that there's shit under the ring. It's fine. We don't need to explain. We don't need the law of why there's a fucking fork under the ring. It's fine. We can just assume homicide put it there before the match. It's okay. I, I, I love that spot where uh, Tom Lawler had homicide and like a, um, I think it was like a short arm scissors or something. Homicide just pulled the fork up and started stabbing him in the foot. Oh, in the foot! Yeah, like <laughs> it was foot. fucking r- rough, but it was like, oh, it's fucking great. Homicide's <laughs> awesome. Like he doesn't get like half as much credit as he deserves. He really no. doesn't. Another man who is like not seemingly aging, which is hilarious. Yeah, he just um, he just takes all the blood back into him that he has in death matches. You see, it's fine. But yeah, Tom Lawler won. Was it submission? He passed yeah, out. Yeah, he, he, had him in, out. He, he had him in a rear naked choke. Didn't he? And homicide. They flipped them off and then like passed out immediately. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, so yeah, that was fun. Next up, Zack Saber Junior took on Clark Connors for the television. So this is a television champion. This is the match has a fifteen minute time limit, isn't it? I hate that belt yeah. so much. The, I mean, Obviously, the belt. Ugly belt. The belt yeah. looks. I can't. I, it looks like one of those like fucking. You remember when you used to get like the big. The candy wristwatches. Candy wristwatches, exactly that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's done that. I think. Do you think Zach's done that on purpose? Like, it looks like it's funny. It looks like a TV set from the seventies. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but so, thing of so from this match, so Clark Connors. People don't recognise him. He, or they do recognise him. He is the guy who stepped in at Forbidden Door into the four-way match when Ishii couldn't make it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's he's basically just shit house cowboy. Yeah, what if um, what if Bizarro Hangman? Yeah, basically, what if Hangman, but evil. Um, and Zack Sabre Junior has the best trash talk in the entire wrestling business. That's the best. <laughs> Ian Rick and Buddy when he was like, "Oh yeah, Zack Zack Sabre Junior is a punk rocker," and he said, "Like when people were listening to Oasis, he was listening to Pulp." I like, try, like <laughs> Matt Ray. What was like trying to think of another British band going, and he was like, uh, "I can't." <laughs> and then they mentioned the jam, didn't they? Eventually, and like, yeah, like I would just said straight away, go for the jam. George and Michael, that, that's who Zach Saber Junior listens to all the time. Everybody knows that. that. Zach Saber Junior looks like he loves Paul Weller, which makes me sad. Um, he prefers Paul Weller solo stuff, you know, his later career stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Um, what, what was yeah. the thing where where uh, he shouted at someone like I can't remember what it was. Um, someone like give him the middle finger. <laughs> Zack Sabre Junior just turned around and went, "Don't you tell me to fuck up? You paid to see me wrestle or something." <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's incredible, man. And the end of this match was just Zack Sabre Junior putting Clark Connors in like. Literally about fifteen different submissions in like the space Wrestle of ninety time? seconds. 
It yeah. was like every time Clark Connors twisted to try and like get to the ropes, he just went, all right, I'll just grab this part of your body then and bend that. that and it's like... Like Twister without the mask. Smooth. <laughs> Where like, basically they were trying to do both like trade and roll-ups. And as Clark Connors goes for one, like Sabre just like swings it round into a Fujiwara armbar and looks like he was going to tear his arm off. Oh, that was horrible. It looked like the angle he <laughs> the got on it. on it was fucking <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. He looked like he was going to tear his arm off and beat him with it. It was it was phenomenal. Zack Sabre Jr. I mean, if if that's not like, obviously everyone was gutted we didn't get Zack versus Brian last year at Forbidden Door, but like now I'm I'm frothing at the mouth for that match. Yeah. Do it at the UK AEW shows, you cowards. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then Zack Sabre Jr. can go to Downing Street and just rip Rishi Sunak's arm off. Oh <laughs> yeah, you can put him in all the holes. It'll be great. Put, put him in a that put him in a Junior and Shibata just go to Downing Street and take over. Put Rishi in an STF so he agrees to a pain nurse as well. Just PKs Rishi. <laughs> After the match, Kevin Knight came out to confront Zack Sabre Jr. I mean, he's going to get fucking murdered, isn't he? But, you know. I don't know. Kevin Knight's fucking silly good, though. I know. The height gone on that dropkick on uh, Kashida's shoulders was fucking ridiculous. Oh, yeah, that was real fun, that, yeah. Yeah, so there's a spot in the opening match where, yeah, um... She, uh, the guy was on Kashida's shoulders and Kevin Knight just dropped jumped from a standing jump and just drop kicked him off a guy's shoulders it was ridiculous amazing um, right onto the onto the, the the two main events well the, the, you know the, the proper main event and then the one the co-main on. events uh, the, the, the match that sold the show out when it was the only match announced which this was was which was Mercedes Monet versus Kyrie. Um Mercedes came out uh, ring gear was tribute to Hannah Kimura which was really nice yeah. That was super yeah. cool. Uh, I mean, th- these entrances were just both phenomenal. One thing I want to say about the show, though, I mean, the entrances were really good. This show had awful production values. Oh, yeah, it's a New Japan show, and, like, anywhere that's not The Japan. strong ones look awful, mm. don't they? Like, it, this looked worse than the show, than the 1P show we went to. There was no pyro but... video screen. You couldn't see, but there was no video screen behind the ramp. It was, like, up in the up to the right somewhere. Um, yeah, yeah, it's bad. Are they always they... like this, or is it was that just yeah. down to the venue? I think the venue itself was like pretty good. It was like the, the, the Rolling Stones have played there. They made a point of mentioning yeah. that. So no, the, uh, New, the New Japan just couldn't get it right. Always... <laughs> New I, Japan I strong just... has always been like that though, like just very bare bones, like stripped back. They just mm. sent like the work experience guys over to do it. I think, and it's just like yeah, we'll just, uh, take take whatever's lying around <laughs> backstage, just whatever you can find, just put it on a plane, send it over there. We'll, we'll do it. It's like you know, <laughs> I think they like kind of outsource like other companies when they're in like. When they're in the UK, for example, they use Rev Pro. Yeah. And it's their production values, which isn't bad, but it's obviously mm. there's there's a marked difference between like when you get a new Japan show in Japan. Yeah. And one and the, overseas. And the problem um, is you can't do I that. Like you, can't, you, can't, used... you can't do that on the West Coast because AW is scared to go there, so they can't do any production there for you. I feel they're like scared. they might have used their impact because they had obviously um like Josh Alexander and Scott Demol on commentary for that match. And yeah. There's the kind of like talent exchange with impact at the moment. So I feel like they might have used impact. Obviously, impact. I see. The problem is the, the, problem, the problem is obviously they 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 looked up. They, they when they dialed the number, they dialed TNA, not impact. <laughs> <laughs> so Dixie Carter's phone rang, and she's like, "Yeah, I can do a New Japan show in, in San Jose, no problem." They, they, they called they called Don Callis and he just did the most carny job he could. Yeah. Uh, Bailey was in attendance for this show. Bailey well, was specifically for this match. Yeah. So was Trinity. She uh, was. She was in the crowd. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, ba- Bailey was in the crowd wearing a lucha mask, so no one knew it was her until the picture until came out. Of it. Money until they showed her at the end on, on the camera. <laughs> yeah, but she still had a mask on, didn't she? No, no, you could see her face at the end. Oh, did she take a mask mm. on? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, she had like a Lucha Libre mask. Also, CM Punk was in the crowd and there was people queuing for him like it was fucking WrestleCon or something. Yeah, with Lars Fredrickson. Made up. I hope he had a whole, I hope he had an awful time. Charles yeah. Montgomery. Punk. I hope every time he only got an ice cream, he got like really held up by fans, so his ice cream melted and he didn't get to eat it. Interestingly, <laughs> interestingly, he was sat with... Um, Dave Meltzer. Dave Meltzer, which I bet that was an awkward conversation. <laughs> um, and Giselle Shaw. Uh, Giselle Shore and Scott the Moore from Impact. So, okay. I think uh, make of that what you will. Now? <laughs> is that where he's going next? It, if, as I've said, if Punk's half the fucking draw that he says he is, he'll bury his fucking differences with the Elite and have a match with Kenny Omega because that's where the money is. Like, mm. as if any of them are as much of a draw as they fucking make themselves out to be, they'll they'll bury the fucking hatchet and make money. Mm, right, can we stop talking about CM Punk and talk about this incredible women's match? Sorry, stick, yes, let's talk <laughs> about um, this. Fucking amazing. Fucking hell, you lot. Jesus. This, 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 match, this match was incredible. This this was... Yes. Uh, like, so one thing that I think made this match like super effective for me was that both of these women are really bendy. Hmm. For want of a better word, like um, they could like, stretch like, Armstrong. There was one point where, like, Carrie had um, Mercedes in like a it was it was kind of like a cloverleaf, wasn't it? But she was like bending back, so like they were touching <laughs> shoulders. That was fucking Ooh. yeah. Um, it I can't remember what she calls it. It's something like the anchor or something like that because obviously she crossed her legs like an anchor. It is because, the anchor. Is it the anchor? Pirate. Yeah. Uh, one thing I really, I really, really liked about this match is there was a ref bump, but. They did when the ref went down. They didn't do like a fucky finish. They didn't do like a oh my god, there's another count. Oh, just so they could brawl through they the just, crowd. They just, they just went and had like a no DQ match for like five minutes while the ref was dead. They just went and put some, put each other through tables and stuff. Like and had a, <laughs> yeah, had a nice time. Mercedes took a fucking powerbomb off the stage through a table. Yeah, like, and the the thing is as well, um, I had a little chat with um our good friend Phil Lindsay about this, um, because he put something on Twitter about um like how Mercedes like put on like the performance of her life which I agree the thing for me which was so impressive was she changed her her style to the point where she didn't feel like Sasha Banks but she still felt familiar so she's obviously like been around the world like learning more like Japanese style stuff and learning more Lucha Libre stuff and she showcased that a lot and it it felt like if if this is what she's going to be doing going forward like WWE gotta be going. Fuck, we've lost like a star here. Which, well, I mean, as they have for a bit, all, all for a bit, a bit of better booking. This could have been a WrestleMania match. Yeah, and they, they actually <laughs> yeah. mentioned on commentary um, that they've only had one match before and it ended in a DQ. Yeah, and it. I looked it up. It was like one of the fucking Raw matches where it was like two minutes and it ends in a DQ. And it was like, how have you had these two on your roster? Knowing them, them knowing that they can put on a match like that, and, and also Triple H were the known because they both come through NXT. Yeah, yeah. And you you don't give them it, and then now they they had that match and it was so fucking good. There was a yeah. really cool bit the, towards the end where Kyrie came off the top of the insane elbow and Mercedes just like sort of drop kicked her in the armpit. Yeah, <laughs> like like did like a sort of. 
sort of like a almost like a handstand. Yeah, like a kip up, like, but like yeah, yeah, but like kicked Mercedes and it like, carrying the arm as she was coming down. It looked insane. Um, yeah, the, I mean, you, this, this well now she now she fucking has practiced it more. Yeah, the, even the yeah the finish horrifying. looked good. Yeah, the finish oh, looked really good. The finish um, horrifying. Yeah, it was it was really really good. Uh, obviously, Mercedes won. Um, and then Carrie put the belt on it, which was quite nice. There was a lot of respect at the end. And they hugged. Yeah. Mm. They they kind of like alluded to the fact that on commentary that this is not the last time we're going to see this match. They're going to probably have quite a storied rivalry going forward, which is great. Like, yeah. Any any Can chance I... to put this match back? Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Can I put something forward about this, though? Do you well, think, like, to, like, the women of, like, WWE, do you think that this is going to, like, turn some heads in terms of, like, how people would see themselves getting used? Think... I, don't, I, I don't just think WWE. I think I, I was about to say, I don't think throughout the United States. Like... I mean, this is this is what yeah. this is showing what happens if you take two women who are you know very good in the ring, who have good followings, and you just give them. This match went twenty six minutes. When was the last time a women's mm-hmm. match went twenty six minutes on a major promotion? Uh, yeah. yeah, like you give these women the canvas and the support and the structure in place to have a match like this. And not only do they have an amazing... I mean, it's like a four-and-a-half, five-star match. They sold out an event by itself. Yeah. Like, yeah. This, is how, this, is how, this is how you show respect to women's wrestling. Like, mm-hmm. give them this uh, opportunity they were given right here. Yeah. And Completely. The the fact as well, like, that New Japan had the... Just to kind of fast-forward a little bit to after the, after the other main event... Um, that they had Mercedes come out and stand in the ring with a car there. To send the fans oh, home. That's it's what we like, need. Oh, she well, she said, "When are we going to team up?" And a card was just like, oh. "Okay." <laughs> oh, fuck, do, I mean, we're not, do, I'm not do Mercedes versus Jamie Hayter for Bindor, please. I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'll we, absolutely. We, fuck. we can move straight on to the to the end because I'm not really that bothered about talking about the card of Tanahashi. No, it was a card of Tanahashi. It was exactly what you think it was going to be. It was fine. It was good. Tanahashi's great for forty six. Uh, yeah, just one rainmaker. <laughs> That's all he needs. Just one. Um, but like, do you think like think like Forbidden Door do like Adam Cole and Britt against Mercedes and Okada? Oh. Have that. Oh, I've but, still yeah. got the fear of Adam Cole being in the ring with Okada, seeing his last time Okada. Yeah, me too. <laughs> after the match, <laughs> so, so, so after the match, uh, Tanahashi and Okada were like, "Oh, maybe we should become like tag champs." And then Mercedes was like, "Nah, fuck that noise, team with me." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the fact that Okada was cutting like a promo, and he was like, "He was like Tanahashi, let's put the dream team back together. Let's be tag champs." And then Mercedes music hit, and she comes out and went, "What about this dream team?" So as, as a like... result, as a stipulation, because uh, Tanahashi lost, he can't now challenge for the title while Okada's champion. Which is never, which is forever and ever. Like, yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Okada was like, well, maybe we should go and become tag team champions. And Mercedes was like, ah, fuck that, let's make money. Make it rain money. Yeah. yeah. She, well, she was like, you like to make it rain, and I like making money. <laughs> And they, would just dan- they just had a little dance to Mercedes music. Yeah, a card about the hips going and everything. He was getting into it. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, right. Yeah, Battle of the Valley, fun. Fun show. Um, really enjoyed it. New Japan Strong is a weird place, isn't it? Because they're kind of not doing the weekly show anymore. But if they just do bangers like that every couple of months, then they'll be all right. Yeah. Well, they, they, <laughs> they, they've said they're going to figure out how they're going to do it going forward, which means they're going to obviously 
they, they're going to do something to change it up. They just haven't figured out what. I mean, yet. the answer is have Kenter and Eddie Kingston almost kill each other. Yeah. I mean, we we almost lived in a world where Brody King was the New Japan Strong Champion, which would have been amazing. Yeah. Just having murdered people all the fucking time. <laughs> and yeah. you still can. You uh, can't the best Brody King, you cowards. No, it was, it was a fun show. Um, and yeah, I liked a little, the little bit of sort of the AW-ish crossovers in there. And, so, and Bobby Fish did on the pre-show, but we don't talk about that. Don't worry um, about the fish. Bob Fish. Bob the Fish. Uh, right. Didn't get by Jerry Kratos. Uh, David Finlay. Alex Coughlin. Yeah, uh, Kratos, yeah. Everyone uh, gets murdered by J.R. Kratos. <laughs> boy. He's a big, big boy. That'd be my boy. only that'd be, my, that'd be my only like, my only slight against the show is there was no like actual top horse action, but I can forgive that every now and then. <laughs> But Eddie Kingston doing backfists. Yeah, we got like four backfists. So it's fine. And Ian Rick and Bonnie called one yeah. of them backfists of the future. So He did. did. Which made me I, Ian Rick and Bonnie, like that man needs to be on commentary everywhere. He's a he's yeah. a tr- he's an absolute he's, treasure. He's, he's so my good. fucking favorite commentator. He's so good. Uh, right, we'll have another quick break then. Um, we'll have a little bit more music. Uh, we will have some placebo, some the used their new song, and yes. we'll have some where else? Some real big fish. Why not? Okay, we're back. All right, we're going to talk mm-hmm. about one P Dub. Uh, so this is a show, a live wrestling show that me, Troy, and Faye went to at the weekend in Lincoln, which is the easiest place to get to in the UK by train. <laughs> oh, Jesus. totally fine. <laughs> so I had, accessible. Yeah. I had a delightful time getting down there. It was wonderful. Uh, but I mean, if this was a stacked card, eight matches, the show was like around four hours, I think. Oh my god, it was so Yeah, long, doors it? were like quarter to seven. It must have finished at just finished for eleven. Show, yeah. Show start was quarter to seven, like like mm. in the finish, like at like half ten, twenty to eleven, something like that. Mm. Insane. Uh but this so this this so like uh, the way this this is the the funniest thing about this is like every now and then they have um like you go to a, a British wrestling show and they'll be like, Oh, here's all your local talent and then here's like the one guy we've flown over from America. So whether it's, you know, um RVD, or whether it's you know AC Romero, or, you know you Brian Chris, uh, what's his name? Christopher Daniels. Christopher Daniels, Frank Casarian. You always get someone. This was just literally every match was someone from the US versus someone from the local scene, and it was it was just nuts. Like I've never seen this much imported talent on one card. Yeah, it was big when it. it was the open of the tag match, the Rascals yeah, and so, yeah, Boisterous Behaviour. The, the Rascals, which is Trey Miguel and Zachary Wentz versus Boisterous Behaviour, Leon Slater and Manic Doris. This was silly. Good. Yeah, man. <laughs> really, really, really good. I mean, Leon Slater's pushed to the point now where you're saying he's probably the best wrestler in the UK. Yeah. Mm. He is ridiculously talented. He doesn't know. I don't think he knows how good he is. No. Um, Doris is no slouch either. Doris is. I mean, that that entrance was. Oh, oh, oh. Like, like we said. Like, so, we, so we, before we get into the show, we we had a little go at New Japan for their like sort of lack of effort in setting like the sort of way they set everything up. These guys, fuck me, they put some effort in. Yeah, they we do. Had, yeah. We had pyro. pyro. We had a, a <laughs> massive entrance ramp that was dead long and looked really cool. Yeah. We had like yeah. a massive video screen with like all the, all the all the graphics on and stuff. Yeah, the lights. The lights were good. They were bright, but they weren't like in yeah. your eyes. But they had Big ass venue as well. Capacity. Mm. Yeah. They'd sold out. I think it was thirteen hundred. 
Yeah, it was, and it, it was, was it was big. rammed, and it was yeah. standing room only at the back, and it was the crowd were up for it, mm. um, which really helped. But this match, this first match, was phenomenal. Um, you know what but... I liked about this was that, like, when you go to these shows where there's like US talent and UK ones, and the UK talent is so much more over. Like, it just goes to show how much the UK indie scene is like on the map at the minute. Mm. Like when you see that reception that. Yeah, yeah. There was a little Rascals champ, but it was drowned out by an 0 1 champ. Like, yeah. at the start. It was and so it, good. and yeah, this yeah. is a long way from Birmingham. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, the, that's this, a this, really fun match. It was a great match. It was great to see, like I sent to you on, on the Nitro, it was great to see Derisa in like the power spot because he was like the biggest guy in this match. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Comfortably. Yeah. Um, Rascals won it in the end, but then they announced afterwards the the next show there was going to be a four way tag team ladder match to crown the first ever one PW tag champs. So it's boisterous behavior, the Rascals. Who was the other two teams? I can't remember now. All the club, Chris Bay. Um, yes, Chris uh, Bay and Ace Austin. Ace Austin. Ace Austin yeah. yeah, and then there was one more, one more team they announced, and I can't remember. But yeah, four way ladder match, which is going to. Fucking slap hard. Yeah, yeah that's that's going to be ridiculous. Uh, next up, then we had a women's match. We had Session Mark <laughs> Martina, Lizievo, and Ruby Soho. Uh, obviously, a lot of love for Lizievo and among the group here. She's a good friend <laughs> of the podcast. She was just oh my so god, scouse. heat magnet, so Lizievo, heat magnet. Oh, so Ruby yes. Soho was great as well. Ruby Soho's got great facial expressions when she wrestles. Like, I really enjoy that. She's she was so much fun. She absolutely down. loved um, Lizzie fronting people in the crowd as well. Like she was like, <laughs> "What is going on?" <laughs> yeah. So it ended up with uh, Martina rolling up Lizzie. So as a result of that, there's a gauntlet match at the next show. So Martina is the last person in the gauntlet, and Lizzie's the first person in the gauntlet. Yeah. And Ruby is presumably too expensive to have back. So <laughs> Lizzie's absolutely winning that for the number one spot. Do you reckon she's going to get? Just heal it out and be like, yeah, because yeah. she uh, cut she cut a scathing promo after the uh, mm-hmm. after the after the match. Uh, she that was mine. She just screamed <laughs> at the crowd and like the scouts <laughs> way possible. It was so good. Oh. Um, next up, then it was Swan Time. We had Karen Noir versus Davy Richards. Like, what a treat this was! I mean, oh. the reception that this got, man. Like for Cara, though, like was crazy. After the match, after after this was the old after the interval, I saw Davy Richards um, at the merch stand and I shook his hand and told him I've been a fan since like 2010. And I thanked him for the match and he looked like he looked like he was very incredibly polite for a man who looks like he's gonna kill everybody when he's in the ring. Yeah, he's a horrible man in the ring. <laughs> horrible, horrible. Obviously, Davy Richards runs a wrestling school in St Louis with our, our good friend Warhorse. Yeah, uh, but this match was great. Like Coronado was ah. Uh, phenomenal mm. i mean I, I mean obviously he's doing that sort of tom dawkins thing in progress and he's like not wrestling his but like it's current noir feels like a big thing doesn't it like when he does it yeah. like it feels like an event like yeah this is a wrestling crowd that have been drinking for like hours and there was like respectful silence when he made his entrance like oh you know. man it was just like being sat at the albert hall just watching theater <laughs> yeah. when it like yeah. still the best entrance like at least in in uk wrestling like it's something else but uh, yeah as you say the crowd would just Silent so moving, just like, soak it in, yeah. It's incredible, like, and I love Swan Lake, so like, I pop every time I see his entrance. I'm like, this is so good. <laughs> Be a really good match, really technical. Um, 
yeah, Coronado picked up the win as well, which was great. Really good to see them. them. Yeah. Obviously, Davies in that. I think Davies got one big run left in him in a, in a big company, in like an in like an AEW or an Impact, if he wants it. Uh, Where is he, he at the moment? Is he MLW? I think he MLW. Yeah, but he, I think yeah. he spends most of his time just training now, doesn't he? Mm. He does the school and that. Mm. Yeah, and super He's a paramedic as well, isn't he? Is uh, he firefighter? Wasn't he? Yeah. Good lad. He, he like... A couple of years ago, like after his ring of honor run, he retired to just be a firefighter. Yeah, amazing. Okay. Emergency services of some mm. sort. Nice. All of them. I was saying to him, I was telling anyone who'd listen, oh, 10, years, 10, years ago, 10 years ago, he was going like 45 minutes with Tyler Black in the main event of Ring of Honor. Fucking yeah. hell. Wow. I got on a club, go and watch that. He had some bangers with him. Um, yeah, that was I, great. I took him to get a coffee once at an indie show. Oh, nice. <laughs> that. I was um, and he's like, where's a good coffee shop? I was like, yeah, I'll come with me because I was going to get one. After nice. this, we had an extreme... It's probably, the, for me, possibly the only slight miss of the night uh, was mm. the Extreme Rules match. It wasn't very extreme. It wasn't extreme. It wasn't very extreme. Rules? A rules match? Extreme rules, question mark, no comma, holes barred. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mark Haskins versus Rhino. I mean... It's just Rhino's cool, any you know. You get to see yeah. Rhino. He, he walked. Pa- he, he he walked past us at the interval, and he he smelled so strongly of deep heath. Like, oh mate, when he came out at the very start, my mate was like, "Oh, what's the stuff you use on like your knees and your joints? Not deep heath. The other stuff, TCP or something like that." Or oh yeah. He like was just like, bomb, isn't it? Yeah, he was just like, "I can smell that. I recognise that smell because I use the same on my knees because they're fucked as well." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I mean, it was kind of fun. They, they they put a table up, and then it wasn't involved in the finish. But then afterwards, Rhino speared Haskins through it, and that was mm. kind of fun. Uh, it was, half... Yeah, it was it was the miss of the night, I think, wasn't it? In terms of matches, I, mean, I wouldn't even say. I mean, it was still entertaining. It just no, no, it, 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 it just it just didn't give yeah. me what I wanted out of it. Maybe, um, but yeah. Um, then we had the interval coming back. We had a ridiculously fun uh, eight man tag: Amir Jordan, Cal yeah. Newman, Scotty Rock, and Will Cruz. Will Cruz, where have you been all my life? You beautiful big boy. <laughs> Is um, this your first time seeing Will Cruz? Yeah. Oh man, no, you've seen him before. We just missed I him. I thought you'd seen no, him before. No, he was he was at Extreme Fields, but I left before the North match came on. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Um, oh yeah. Because I saw him on the poster, and I was like, he's a big lad. I can't wait for that. And then I couldn't. I didn't get a chance to see it. Uh, versus Charles Crowley, John Skyler, Luke Jacobs, and Ricky Knight Jr., who has some of the best chops I have ever heard. Mate, they're yeah. brutal, aren't they? <laughs> oh, boy. But the story of this match was great because it was just like Charles Crowley's serial twattery, just alienating his team one by one. Mm. It was to brilliant. Point, it was so to the brilliant. point where they just had had enough and told him to fuck off, pretty much. One by yeah, one, that was one well. by one, just left him on his Jones. Mm. Yeah, because he kept he going is. like he he kept like going to like um, he stole the pin off Luke Jacobs after um, after. Luke Jacobs, like, basically made... Was it Scotty Rourke that Luke Jacobs made? Scotty, yeah. Rourke, Scotty Rourke at all of the Just offense in this match. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then Crowley, like, tagged, like, tagged, like, blind tagged him. And then, like, pinned him, and he kicked out, and then he went to Luke Jacobs. He was like, I thought you were strong! And, like, <laughs> and, like started, like, basically saying this to everyone, and then every time one of them walked off, he was like, you know, come on, you're doing the big chops and started like ch- slapping his chest and they were just none of them having it. And at the end, like just for the finish, he like everyone had left him except for Ricky on the apron and he was like, oh, I don't need you. I've still got Ricky Knight. And he went to tag him and Ricky just like jumped off the apron and walked off and then like <laughs> everyone on the other team just annihilated him. It was great. Yeah. It was just so fun. 
But there was, there, was some, there was some really nice interactions as well. So like, I feel like every I was still interactions. Uh, we didn't really get to talk about it. Um, Trey Miguel and Leon Slater wrestling each other was phenomenal. But even yeah. in this match, like any time Amir Jordan was wrestling, like Luke, um, yeah, Ricky, uh, <laughs> Amir Jordan, Ricky Jr. had some really good interactions. Yeah. Uh, Callum Newman and anybody because Callum Newman is just that good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Will Cruz, I said to you on the Nitro, it's really nice to see like a big guy who's not a heel, but also yeah, yeah, yeah. but also isn't stupid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Proper lovable, like, like just. He's cl- but he's but he's clever and he picks his mm. moments. He's not just like normally big guys are either clutches or bad guys. Yeah, he's neither. He's that's, neither. Really, yeah, yeah. that's really refreshing. Um, yeah. And he's really lovely as well. He's just really bubbly person as well. Like mm. you can see it. And their entrance as well. They did Bollywood dancing. It was. Yeah, I made about fifteen minutes for like Amir Jordan's entrance. So he just dressed everyone up, got them to do the dance. The trap must have looped over about three times. <laughs> and then when the heels came out, they just each came out to their individual music, and it was done within like a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we had Batarasa Scotty Rock was. You know, do <laughs> yeah, he, he took most of the offense, but yeah, it was really, really good fun. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, it kind of felt from this point on, and it was a bit, a bit, a bit unfortunate for for the next two matches. But I think everyone was just wanting the main event. After that, they were like, yeah. right, we're back from the interval. We've got a new, got some beers. The next two matches were good, but I think the anticipation was starting to overrun everyone's sort of patience almost at this point. Yeah. Um, so we had Taya Valkyrie versus Tonga, which was really good fun. Like it was. Mm-hmm. I felt so sorry for Tonga though, because she got barely no reaction as she was coming out as well. Yeah. And then uh, Nathan Cruz beat John Morrison with brass knucks, which was I get what they were going for, but it was kind of a bummer watching John Morrison just like get KO'd. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I mean, but, also, he, but but we still got to see Starship Pain, which was fun. So always That's good. It. That guy that came out as well with the leaflets. Oh, yeah. oh, I got okay. I've got one downstairs. <laughs> somebody, yeah, he got he killed. He wrote loads of different stuff on the back. It was like he got killed by a guy number who one. Was basically, um, German salmon. Ulf, yeah. what's his name? Ulf Hammond. Yeah, on yeah. the back of the piece of paper I got, it said Ulf who. <laughs> oh my god! Because uh, Greenwood was giving them out to everyone afterwards. Oh nice. <laughs> and yeah, then the main event: local boy Robbie X taking on one of the best in the world, and Will Osprey. Imaginary Robbie X. Bob X-Wing. Bob X-Wing. Imaginary wrestler Robbie X. Uh, This this match. Again, this this is the match that I I was talking to you again. I'll try, like, just the start of it had that that pop, didn't it? That sort of, Mm -hmm. like, the the anticipation. Yeah. From from the moment, well, I mean, Robbie X got a massive ovation, obviously, hometown guy, but from the moment Will Ospreay's music hit, like, the roof just came off. Yeah. If I were to say to borrow for you, everything went a bit unglued. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's incredible. So good. To, like, Will Ospreay is something else. I've been fortunate enough to see him twice in the space of about six months, and it didn't disappoint. It's, it's so, it's so, it's so it's, I mean, it's, it's obviously it's deserved. It's so weird. Like, his reputation just it precedes him, and it, it like, it, 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 his reputation fills the room with its presence, doesn't it? Like, mm-hmm. when he comes out, it, it's like, mm-hmm. it's like, fuck this. I mean, we've just watched like three hours of excellent wrestling. And I should be I'm fatigued. Also, but, here's Billy Osprey. But now here's Will Osprey, and yeah. like, and everyone's energy just goes up to eleven. Mm. Like it's it's ridiculous. It's 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 hard to describe until you see it happen in person. The near falls were oh my god, insane! Like because yeah, yeah, and like because like obviously you think oh no, Will Osprey's obviously going to win. It's Will Osprey. But then I think they did a great job throughout the night with the video packages and the interviews of just making you believe enough. That Robbie could do it. So that Robbie, when the yeah. near when the near force came, they were heartbreaking. 
mm. because because at the beginning of the night as well, when when they were like hyping it up, Will Osprey did not get the chant that Robbie X did at all. Like yeah. like everybody was like there for Robbie X like at the beginning of the night. So you were like, oh my god, is he gonna win it? Like. Like wow, are they gonna have to call this like on the like you know what I mean? Are they gonna have to, to, like, have to rock Hogan this? Like, do it on the fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it is. This was. This was. Oh, I mean, they, they told a really good story as well. Like there was a point where Robbie X was like just dead, and like Will Osprey just bracing his shit out, where he just like kicks his like dead body out the ring for the ref to count yeah. it out. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and he just makes it, he makes it back. Like he's not moving when like when the nine count comes down, and he manages yeah. to stand up and get in the ring in like the space of like half a second. Like Robbie, and then he just keeps um, spitting at him and like and like um, kicking his face and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, like just nudging him with his boot. That was. He was great. Yeah, he was like Robbie X on the floor, and like the ref was checking on him. Will Osprey was just like he wasn't even kicking him; he was like put, no. pushing him with his foot. Like you said, he was like sort of pressing his foot against his face, and it was yes. like, oh, it was yeah, it was it was masterful. Like and I then, know Will, Will Osprey got a lot of stick, didn't he, um, a few years back for that Ricochet match where it was all like over choreographed. Flippy, 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 flippy. Yeah. But you look at like this match. You look at his match with Kenny. Like he is, he's a, he's the full package now. He's a, he's evolved. Shout out to the person that had the sign that said um, Amiga Two Osprey Zero. Yeah, that was over by you. That was on your side, Trey. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was, yeah. you would have been behind you. You probably you, you wouldn't have oh, seen it. Oh, okay. <laughs> there were some amazing signs by there, to be fair. Yeah. There was one that just had boo. Boo, and, and then the on the other side, side did, yeah. And <laughs> they were just on the left of me. <laughs> one said sportsmanship with, like, a rainbow on it. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, this, this was obviously, um, I think, I mean, Robbie X kicked out of a hidden blade. Yeah. He kicked out of... Oz Cutter. An Oz Cutter. He, he, he hit an Oz cutter as well for a very yeah, close, he did. Um, a very close two count. <laughs> that was just after he was on like spaghetti legs as well. Yeah, like... he kicked out of a stormbreaker, and then it was only that the combination of that all of those things at the end that yeah. the, that the, hidden you know, blade was a war crime. Oh, the, yeah. So Jay, um, I'll, I'll describe it to you because you didn't see it. Um, I don't mean that in like a negative way. Um, towards the end of the match, Robbie X took a hidden blade, did an inside out bump on it. Fuck off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, this is on fight for anybody that like didn't get to see this. Oh, it's yes. on fight. Not yet. Not yet. It's, it's going. Up, it's going up this week. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it will twenty the twenty third, maybe or something like that. Okay. But yeah, w- watch watch this match. Um, mm-hmm. If you watch one match on this card, obviously watch this one because hopefully I'll get that next one. Uh, yeah. Well, it's um, Will Osprey's there. It's the one in Donny, which I think we're going to go through because Lance Archer's there as well. And yeah. Chris Bay. And Chris Bay and he's Austin. I, I do like Chris Bay. And Bob at the Fish. And they announced the other one for June. Uh, Isn't Devil's, Josh Devil's there Dew. As well? Is Josh Alexander there? Or did I dream that? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but yeah, uh, this, but yeah, this was phenomenal. Really good show. Really fun show. Um, it just felt big, didn't it? It felt like a big wrestling event. Like, certain yeah. people. Like, yeah. stacked card. It felt like it felt like the, the real version of those like weird shows you go to in Buttons. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is kind of awesome. And um uh, Thingy was a original as well, wasn't he? Like Robbie X was Robbie X one PW like... original, yeah. 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 They had Greenwood there, like LK was there, Scott Bell was there. He the gave rest. Greenwood a shout and he looked like genuinely alarmed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, this is this is really good fun. Uh yeah. right, we're gonna we're gonna have to skirt through some AW real quick to end up because we've got, <laughs> we've got ten minutes left. Just anyone throw out 
throw out any AEW stuff that you, you you enjoyed, and we'll talk about it. Um, Texas Tornado match, all the murder. Yeah. 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 Healing Utah. Oh, versus region <laughs> Preston Vance. Everyone got battered. It was great. Um, Mox, no Claudio bust Preston Vance. Open by. Oh my god, room. that was so Which awful. Um, oh my god. Horrifying. Well, great. Um, yeah. I Mark really like. I really like the. I really like the eight man tag match, especially the bit where they faked out everyone about to scissor. Um, Sanjay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it looked like it was when, when it looked like it was going to be orange. I lost my shit when it looked like orange is going to scissor me timbers to uh, to Sanjay. That would have been so good. I, I I love the fact that Sanjay had like his old tights on, and like <laughs> I it was fucking brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that we was got really... the return of Christian Cage. Yeah, Christian came back. That was uh, he did. He did the heel thing where he took off. He did the Kevin Nash thing where he took off his sling and he was actually all right. And then he hit a, uh, he hit a kill switch. Yeah, that was that was karate. Um, Mark Briscoe and Josh Woods was really good. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, just it was. It's just and Mark Briscoe's all elite. He's, they announced that after the, after the show. That was awesome. Um, Tony Shavani's yeah. new favorite wrestler, Mark Briscoe. Yeah. yeah. He just loved everything Mark Briscoe did. I, mean, um, I, love, I love everything Mark Briscoe does, to be fair. So, you know. Fucking love him. Um, Hangman and Kip Sabian had a banger. It was so good. Kip, Sa- Kip Sabian's, like, sleeper, like, like, AEW's, like, best kept secret at the moment, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he didn't He didn't take a bookshot that was Deadeye. Got pinned up a Deadeye. Yeah. Which is interesting. Kept dodging the bookshot, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, after that, year. they announced... Um, well, Evil Uno comes out and gets in Moxie's face and like sort of pie faces him, which is oh, not, not, a, not a sensible thing to do. So Evil Uno and Moxie are fighting this week. Uh, Evil and Uno then they, signed his own death sentence. Yeah, and yeah, then they yeah. announced that, uh, I mean, Evil Uno hasn't been in this much danger since he, um, since he took Mira on Mira for the title, is he? Yeah. Um, uh, they're going to do um, a Texas death match, Hangman v. Moxley at Revolution, which is going to be silly. Oh my which God. this motherfucker so... called three weeks ago. Yeah. Yep. To be fair. So right, um, who's gonna win that? Um, I think Hangman should. So Hangman's won all of his Texas death Mo- matches. Mox doesn't Mox need to win. One. Moxley oh. lost his last Texas death match against Lance Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mox doesn't need to win it. Mox is gonna be fine if he wins or loses that match. Mm. Hangman, Mox, I feel like Mox is untouchable. Hangman needs to like that. Get re-elevated now back to the top, doesn't he? Like Moxie's there forever. Yeah, like he's Moxley, so it doesn't yeah. really matter. I, I feel like Hangman's gonna beat Mox, and then he's probably gonna be MJF's opponent for double or nothing, because that yeah. seems to me to make the most sense. A hangary MJF. Yeah, mm. oh. I, could, I could have a bit of that. MJF uh, like ruining that. everyone's fucking dreams by kicking Hangman in the balls and pinning him, yeah. <laughs> making everyone do a sad. Uh, main um, event. We had a main event women's match. Uh, Tony Storm, Ruby Soho, Britt Baker. Uh, I mean, this wasn't. It felt a bit like bait and switch. It, it was fun, but it was more of a what Ruby Soho going to do? Yeah, um, I, I like. I like the kind of like self-contained story it had, where it was like Britt was trying to get Ruby to team with her, and she's like, no, no, no. And then um, Tony was, and Britt and Ruby was like, no, I just want to win the match. Yeah, and in the like every time, like they. Like the other two were fighting, Ruby would just try and win the match, and then she did, and then she did yeah. eventually by that. Um, yeah. no, I, I thought it was a really fun match. 
Yeah, so if Rick it, got paint it, in her face. Which oh, nice. that was hilarious. So yeah, that that was that was like the so bad it's good sort of thing. So towards the end, um, Brit to the corner, um, before Ruby before Tony hits the hip attack, the run and butt, whatever they call it. Sweet, um, Fifel here have called it sweet cheeks music, which is RJC's one, isn't it? It should be that's, better. Um, yeah. Sweet cheeks music. Yeah, that's what that's what RJ City suggested on. Um, it's basically hey, just w. an aggressive stink face. Um, <laughs> what, what if what if stink face but running? Um, and so before they did it. Uh, Soraya spray didn't shake her spray can properly and sprayed a very. She can't water. do. It. She she just can't do it. No, she she sprayed like, a very watery looking L on Tony Storm's ass, and then she like ran into Britt Baker. The idea was to, like imprint the L on Britt Baker's face, but because she didn't shake the spray can, you know when you don't, it just comes out like water. Like the paint, the yeah, paint yeah, is separated, yeah, yeah. so like just the liquid came out, and like, they, they just Brit didn't did work. not look amused at all. Like no. afterwards either, like. Um, so how hard is it to shake a spray can? Uh, apparently very. Oh, apparently very, yeah. <laughs> this is uh, not then, the yeah. first time it's happened. <laughs> well, in oh. wrestling, no, it's probably happened quite a lot, to be fair. Uh, but then, yeah, Ruby came in and just, like, threw... Ruby had enough of this shit, just threw Tony out the ring and pinned Brit, um, which is fine. And then she did, did that thing where, like, both of them were trying to, like, beckon the, to their side of the ring. Like, they were both stood either side. And Come Brit, to the Ruby, one who loves you best. Yeah, and Ruby was just like, fuck that, no, I, like, I choose pop punk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, she's like, fuck that, I'm going to Lincoln, mate. I'm off. See you later. Yeah, bye. Go to see the owls, mate. <laughs> yeah, I hear they've got owls by the what, train station. Fuck what, that noise. What if, what if Ruby just comes back next week with Lizzie Abbo? Oh. <laughs> so the Let's mm-hmm. have Lizzie and Tony Storm. Like, because Lizzie can be like, nah, you're not a scouser, though, are you? And then just batter her. You're no so good. <laughs> what colour's your bin, Tony? And just like, batter her. <laughs> <laughs> what colour's your bin? Instead of a dumpster match, it could just be Lizzie putting Tony in a purple bin. It was so good. Uh, right, onto Rampage real quick. Um, trios match again. They ran it back. That was great. Yeah, but with basketball, it was amazing. Yeah, sponsored by the so NBA, good. so the the, the the basketball spots. But that's that's the most basketball I've ever great. seen in a match, and I've seen a Shikara match where um, Shadow uh, was in it. So you know, I love I love that opening spot where uh, Nick got him to do like the tip up, and I was like. That, it was Darius or Dante jumps up. It was um, AR Fox, wasn't it? Was it AR oh, Fox? no, that was later on in the match. E- either way, as, as one of them jumps up, Nick like just grabs him and like atomic drops him. Yeah. So um, good. Yeah, it was great. It was, it was, it was really that fun. great. It was, it almost was felt like, um... no, go on. I was going to say, there was that really great spot where Dante um, hit a missile drop kick and launched a basketball at Kenny at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like they wanted to just re- um, top flight and AR Fox really wanted to play basketball and the elite were just like, nah. <laughs> They're ruining it for everyone. But really good fun. Um, Kenny yeah. hits uh, Dante with a V trigger uh, and a warming danger for the win uh, yeah. eventually. But yeah, really, really fun match. Loads of flippy goodness. It was so good. How uh, to black them off then... afterwards and yeah, threaten the elite, which is hopefully going to lead to the magic revolution. Oh, the elite are in so much danger. <laughs> they are. I don't... There's there's a few circumstances where I like to see my fr- where where I actually like to see my faves getting murdered and this is one of them. I can't we're, wait. We're gonna, we're gonna get Buddy Matthews and Kenny Omega doing the Spider Man meme, aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And Brody yeah. King murders everything in sight. Yeah, um, Ricky Ricky Starks Danny Garcia was fine. It was all right. It was a good match. Yeah. Banger. Um, yeah, it was good, but then they spun it into more Jericho nonsense afterwards. Um, yeah, well, that made me sad. Uh, Jay Cargill squashed Vert Vixen. Jay Cargill squash, it happens, doesn't it? We, we get them all now. Mm-hmm. They, had, um, they had that really good Evil Uno promo. Yeah. Um, he said mm-hmm. he's going uh, to like bring respect back to the Dark Order. 
Yeah. Um, and then main events, we had Swerve. We had Healy Utah. Oh, we did have Healy Utah challenge. Orange Cassidy. Yeah, you said he's going to bully oh. Orange Cassidy. And like Orange Cassidy, it was really nice. So really, it was like, yeah, you, you know, you you, met, you, met, you trained me. You went to be my trainer. And Orange was like, yeah, I, was, I wasn't I was trying to be a trainer. I was trying to be a best friend. Yeah. And that, oh. was, that was actually, that was like quite emotional. And then he was like, all right, then come and fucking take yeah, my title off, you bitch. And I was like, all right, okay. Jesus. Yeah. Everyone's, everyone's, just, danger. everyone's got bad energy. Um, Imagine if like Utah just made his Orange Cassidy and everyone cries. Like, I mean, like Moxie was supposed to before we had to go to rehab because that was going to be Moxie's heel turn. Yeah. It was going to be like sacrificing Orange Cassidy. Like Utah's now. Yeah. Uh, right. Blood Orange. Yeah, main event. We've got our main... <laughs> so we've got like, 90 seconds to talk about the main event. Um, this was this really fun. Really I really enjoyed... Good. I really enjoyed Dustin's pre-match promo with um, with Mark Henry. That was really cool. Like, yeah. he's on this, like, because with Dustin now, you get this feeling like he's on borrowed time almost. Like, he's, you know, he's, he's just firing at the end of the yeah, so everything he does has so much weight, doesn't it? And like so much like finality mm-hmm. about it, which yeah. is awesome. And then Swerve and just like so death. <laughs> Swerve just definitely drives him on the apron, like it's no thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Swerve just committed lots of crime on Dustin. Like that fucking house call he hit on him like halfway through the match. That Dustin kicked out a one was horrible. It was just, <laughs> yeah. The sound off it sounded like he a gunshot to the back of his head. Um, he had um, one half face red at the beginning of the match and then all. Yeah, red. it was like. It looked kind of like Carnage from Spider Man. It was awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then Swerve. we had then we had a, then we had a DQ finish. Yeah. Red DQ. Was that a bloody American History X? Parker Boudreaux <laughs> pulls um, pulls Swerve uh, pulls Dustin out of the ring after Dustin is the final reckoning, and then they're beating him down, and Keith Lee comes back. Silver Fox Keith Lee. Oh yeah, so he's gone. So he's got fucking respect. Yeah, he looks, looks he looks dignified. Oh, I've seen the picture. He looks like Uncle Phil. He looks like he looks yeah, like a horse captain. Does he look like Uncle Phil? Nah, Uncle nah. Phil, mate. Come on. <laughs> it's like it, but like he saved him from like getting his head stomped on a cinder block. Like what the hell? I panicked <laughs> so much. Swear, is a horrible human being. You have to accept I, this. I, I, I love, I love the fact as well. Like they've, they, they've got that kind of story thing of like Swerve like destroying the cinder block on Keith's chest Nick Wayne so like oh yeah Swerve double stomp can break a fucking cinder block yeah so if he's gonna do it with someone's head through a cinder block it's probably gonna kill them so yeah um, we're probably getting Swerve and Keith Lee at Revolution then yeah and then Swerve and Nick Wayne as soon as he gets there oh. <laughs> as, soon, well, as soon as he's other Joe versus Nick Wayne first he ain't gonna see 21 yeah <laughs> like Revolution's really shaping up to be a fucking banging card, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's looking. It's looking we were just, we like, the it just like snuck yet. up on us this week. Well, like we've got the so, four way well, tag match as well. Well, they announced a lot of matches, didn't they? Uh, we'll talk about them all yeah. next week. When a, a will know more, and B will have time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's going to have to wrap us up, um, guys. We're out of time. Um, yeah, that was all of the wrestling we we saw this week, and it was a lot. So thank you all for, for coming on to, to dissect it with me. That was that was excellent. It took, it took four people to talk about all the rest of this week. I love that. That was so good. Uh, yeah, Troy, thanks for popping on. Um, hopefully get you on. You're not a guest. It's your podcast. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> um, anytime, anytime you're free, mate, come on. It's, it's great. I'll free on time. I'll, I'll, I'll adjust my schedule for washing my hair. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, yeah, everyone, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. We'll talk more wrestling. We'll have you might even have some news next week because there was none of that this week. Uh, <laughs> trust me, there's none. It's fine. Uh, yeah, we'll see you all next week. Take care. Goodbye. Bye. 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 
Hello, yes, Danhausen here. Danhausen has been summoned. You must love this podcast, Housen, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Housen. (laughs) 